I guess technically, welcome to podcast 40. We recorded one last weekend, but due to technical difficulties, it no longer exists. Yeah, good old technical difficulties. Yeah, so, technical difficulties. Well, it sounds better than the word negligence. Technical negligence? Technically. <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah. If if anybody cares, I mean, it was just a little bit about talking about, you know, Kobe, talking about people getting sick. It was just kind of a ramble podcast. Like, no one really missed anything. Does anybody miss anything when they miss our podcast? Do we Do even have anyone miss? that listens to our podcasts? I don't know. If if anybody does listen to our podcast and they would like to hear us talk about those things, um, too fucking bad. Like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> Go ahead and smash that like button down there and give Hit us a the little bell notification. Check us out on Twitter. But actually, doing a huge air giveaway. <clears throat> Bob here did want to uh, give a little bit of safety tips in case, you know, you're in an area and you do listen to us and, uh, you know, you're worried about bat flu. I mean, it's not like anything hefty and I got to pull up the, the thing anyways. I didn't know we were jumping right into that. Oh, we don't have to then. Fuck it. I'll delete okay. this. We haven't even <laughs> officially started. Have yeah, we? we have. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Good way to start the podcast. Oh, oh fuck. fuck. Caught with our pants down, literally. I wasn't even wearing pants. Yeah, exactly. That's the issue. That's why we were caught with our pants down. I could talk a little bit about it as I'm stumbling to hold a can of my energy drink here. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a can of beans. <laughs> Anyways, with I mean, this is just kind of a general like PSA with being healthy and whatnot. First off, wash your hands. Like it, it, I, it's something as simple as that. That if you're that worried, just washing hands. But I, I won't go into great detail about like face masks people are wearing to prevent being sick. But a lot of face masks won't protect you from that stuff. They, they might help like if you're coughing and whatnot, protect you from spreading anything. But at the same time, like it, it's really possible for you to get the virus or any kind of sickness even if you're wearing these masks like surgical masks they don't really do anything they're more for doctors to have surgeons to wear while operating to not spread anything through breathing but like catch Spittle. yeah saliva uh if they cough it's kind of like in a sense putting your arm or your, your head into your uh your arm when you cough it's essentially that, but you don't have to pull your arm over and whatnot. You, it just kind of covers up that. But it, you it's put your still, whole head in your arm, or are you just the mouth? The mouth is what I mean. I'm not dabbing. Don't dab. <laughs> dabbing won't stop the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused I mean, for a minute. There's there's a lot of things that like it, people are just over exaggerating, like how bad this is. But it's really easy to prevent. A lot of these sicknesses. Yeah. It's just keep your hands washed. Take showers. Wash your penis. Wash your penis. Wash that penis. But it's not even a huge deal. As Call. people make it out to be. Oh, I thought you... <laughs> it's not a huge deal talking about the penis. And I was like, oh. Oh, but yeah. Uh, so there now are <laughs> face masks and masks, though, that will actually protect you from that stuff. Um, but another thing is they can... It can still contaminate through your eyes. And... 
if you want to look fucking ridiculous actually wearing a gas mask around town, be my guest. You also probably look like a terrorist, like you're about Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Drop like some you, fucking like you, just, like you placed a fucking suitcase somewhere around uh, the city as a bomb in it or something. You know, you're going to look really suspicious, really weird. I'm glad you did that. I meant to what? say Agent Orange, and I said Orange and Age. Okay, Ricky. <laughs> it was a Rickyism right there. I fucked that up hard. The U.S. used to use Agent Orange. Mm-hmm. And that fucked us up hard. Well, that fucked up Vietnam hard. Fucked There's up still... everybody that was there. Yeah, but Vietnamese are still suffering from that to this day. With birth defects and everything. Good because of Agent Orange. That's a different discussion, though. How the U.S. <clears throat> fucked up every part of the world. Anyways, so on a more serious note, um, you know, back when you were a little youngin', we kind of talked about our, our start in video gamings in another podcast. If you want to check it out somewhere, I don't remember what it was called, but good luck. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk more about, if we can recall, I mean, I know I can, because my memory is not spotless. The the first video games we can recall playing and what games got us into the genres we like now. Because let's be honest, there's a lot of genres of games out there right now. Oh, yeah. You could technically even classify VR as its own genre now. Just about. Like, the, it's the main genre of Yeah, gaming, and it's got all these little sides, But everything is getting to that point where there's, like, the main genre of it. And then, like, you know, action shooter, action adventure... Or, or action, side-scroller action. shooter, side-scroller adventure, and whatnot. When it used to just kind of, Well, I mean, everything has always been like that, but people are starting to throw in the main genre, like the main thing of it, like what really makes it stand out, and then everything else. Sub-genres. Yeah. Sub- Beforehand, you would just would say platformer, or side-scroller, or that. We didn't even worry about if it was platformer shooter, platformer adventure. Yeah. Nobody wanted to care. It was a a fapus, a pichi. A pichi. Arpichi. Not not like a fapus that uses RPGs. Fapus. Huh. Or would it be fapus? I don't know how you would pronounce that without a vowel. I don't know. <laughs> I hope people know what I'm talking about. If not, fuck you. I hope so, people listen to us. What? Oh, god damn. <laughs> sounded, sounded, you're getting that real, real big uh, loner vibe going out there. <clears throat> See, I know the first game I ever played, which was a platformer. It was Sonic the Hedgehog on the original Genesis. But I don't really, like, play that many platformers anymore. Not like that, at least. I'll play old school ones, but you don't really see any new platformers out like that. Yeah. Hmm. Not really. Funny thing is, if I recall correctly, the reason they even called them platformers were because they were the first game to come out for that platform to pretty much test how it would work. So it's not just the the side scrolling kind of, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Platforming, if if I recall. But no, like I think the the two big video games I remember playing, they weren't even on the Genesis that got me into the games I like nowadays. Because all the games on the Genesis, let's be honest, they were all side scrolling platformers, really. Except for Road Rash. Oh, that was such a good game. <laughs> Road Rash was a good game. Just beating the shit out of people with a chain. If I didn't you even find care the chain. about winning. All I cared about was beating the shit out of people with a chain. Wasn't that also the one that uh, if you failed and crashed, the guys would come pick up your bike and leave you? I don't know. 
have very faint memories of it because it was so long ago. Are you talking about the one on PlayStation or the one on Genesis? I never had a Genesis, so I'm talking about the one on PlayStation. I never played the one on PlayStation. Mm. Oh, wait, no, I did try it. It was not as good as the one on PlayStation or the one on Genesis. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I know what got me into FPSs now that I think what? about it. Revolution X. Revolution? It was called Revolution X. It was a uh, kind of like a arcade shooter. So it was that first-person kind of shooter, but you you don't actually move the camera around. It moves automatically for you. Like okay. A skate shooter type game, and if you think about it, they're like you, like at the arcade, like the yeah. Jurassic Park games and zombie games and whatnot. Yeah, I yeah, know yeah, yeah. yeah. About. It was an arcade game, but it was also on the Genesis. Me and my brother used to play the shit out of Revolution X. It was a game where you're pretty much going up against neo Nazis that are trying to uh, subjugate the world and their new world order. Nazis. Yeah. But you're also fighting them and trying to rescue because they ended up kidnapping the band Aerosmith. Bastards. So you're rescuing the band Aerosmith and all the guys from Aerosmith are actually in it with their own like voice recordings and shit like that. Dude, the game was fucking great because the first scene you get is after you like get kidnapped, you're in like a like a theater almost and uh, the TV turns on. It's one of the guys from Aerosmith. I don't remember which one. But he starts talking to you, and he goes, take my rod, and he throws his keys through the TV at you. <laughs> and then you take their car, and you uh, you pick different levels that you want to go to. That came out in 94. Oh, you looked it up? Yeah. Yeah, it was such a good fucking game, man. I love the shit out of that game. It's got Aerosmith on the cover. Huh? Got Aerosmith on the cover. Yeah. Oh, man, me and my brother played the shit out of the game. It was also bloody and gory, because at the end of it, like... It's being led by uh, this, this, this. I don't know what you would call her. A femme fatale, maybe? This uh, chick was, like, leading him. The, uh, let's see. Players battle the new oppressive New Who Order Nation regime and their leader, Helga. <laughs> who have adub- abducted Aerosmith. <laughs> it's like the fucking... But yeah, at the end of it, when you go to fight her, you shoot her into a chair and she transforms into this big, obese, grotesque woman... And while you're fighting her, you blow up parts of her body. And then they're, like, bleeding and shit like that. And it's all, like, gory and blood. And I played that on Genesis with me and my brother when we were, like, you know. Back before they really started giving a shit about, like, the blood and gore. <laughs> yeah. We were, like, 12 and 6, maybe. Actually, probably younger than that. But, yeah. What got me, like, I don't remember all the games I really played on uh, when I first started playing. Uh, there was a lot of different ones. It was on uh, SNES. And, because that was my dad's, because the SNES came out before I was even born. And what really, like, stood out to me uh, for games that I played, because I played it all the time, was Super Off-Road The Baja. And uh, it was a racing game, and it just, it was really cool and still seems, like, pretty damn good for how it was, like, even looking back now. Like, it still seems really good for what it's saying. I think it was an arcade game, but I'm not 100% sure on that. But, like, there was, you can upgrade the vehicles and stuff like that, choose different vehicles. They were all kind of the same, but different colors. And I sucked at playing it. My main thing, and I think this is what got me into the GTA games, is you had to avoid the crowd on the side. Like, there might be, like, bystanders or uh, animals or just, like, random objects on the side because you had to really try to stay on the road. No, no, I know what you're talking about. Our videos so far used to have the arcade version of it. Uh, there was a lot of different variants. There was uh, 
there was one on a Nintendo 64 that was like it. You could choose a lot of different vehicles, like monster trucks, Hummers, buggies, uh, and then the actual pre-runner trucks. These were all the same truck, just different colors, <laughs> pretty much. I would always hit the, the sides and like hit everything, like the bystanders, anything. Just hit it. because. And if you got too much damage, your guy would get out of the truck, like, throw his helmet on the ground, and start stomping on it. <laughs> I mean, that probably got me into GTA these days, because, I mean, that's what you do in GTA. Because I remember even playing the original GTA. Yeah, the top-down <laughs> ones. Yeah, the top-down ones on PlayStation 1. Damn. Way back. Getting it mm-hmm. from Blockbuster. But, I mean, there was a lot of different games I played. Uh, I played GoldenEye. I played a lot of Conker's Bad Fur Day on Nintendo 64, but my earliest, like, memory of gaming, I don't know if it was exactly the first game I played. I was I was really young when I got into gaming. I was like, I wasn't even in school yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know. But just the one that really stood out to me, and I've still played it time to time, whenever I go to my dad's or when I was living with him, still hooking up the SNES and playing that game, and actually trying, and it's actually pretty hard to play because the like, we're so used to the analog for controlling vehicles and how, like, smooth it is. And then going back and using a D-pad <laughs> to try to do that stuff is, like, like so much precision, like, tapping it and whatnot. And it doesn't have very good uh, feedback. Oh, so, yeah. So, like, it, it, you know, it doesn't bounce right back like a normal D-pad would these days. Like, probably playing it on PC would be better because of a keyboard would have immediate... Uh, I don't remember the name of that, where the, the key bounces back fast enough. I, I know there's a specific word for it, but uh, I've always had a huge thing for arcade racing games, too. And that was an arcade kind of racing game. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I, I'm, I don't mind the realistic racing, but deep down, I love being able just to hold the throttle down and just go with very, very little braking. Just power and speed. There um, was a I did get huge into our, uh, first-person shooters, though. Like, really big into that. Like, I, I used to play, like, all the Call of Duties. Like, back on, like, PlayStation 2 and whatnot, when they were just Medal World War Two games. They played Medal of Honor on, like, GameCube. I played Medal of Honor <clears> as <throat> one of them. Well, there was, like, the, the Japanese one, where, like, you were... It was in the Pacific uh, War Theater... I don't remember and, like, which. I couldn't play that one. It was like super hard to play. But uh, the one Medal of Honor that I played on PS2, where it starts off at D Day and what? Yeah, that's the one I remember playing with my brother. And then like it gets to a point where like you're in a German town disguised. Yeah, <laughs> you got to knock over those dudes' beers. <laughs> they get all pissed off, and then you can like go and grab something. I don't remember all this stuff for it, but. I remember playing that one. That one was always real fun. I played through that a lot. It's weird yeah, see, to think that's like a classic now when I remember playing that so vividly. I don't remember that vividly. I remember bits and pieces of that one. The only game I remember, well, not really only. I have a couple of games that I remember pretty vividly, but they're all like PlayStation 1 games. The one that got they me into RPGs be. was uh, Breath of Fire 3. And we, uh, I remember renting the game at first from... Uh, tip-top video back that just has an old sounding name to it it does well because uh it's in an area called tip-top mart it was a little fucking i don't even know what you would call that 
It sounds it's real nineties though. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and we used to rent games from there. I rented a couple of like Genesis games from there. Oh man. I remember renting like Nintendo sixty four games from Blockbuster. And they mm-hmm. weren't in like Blockbuster cases. They were like plastic in case. The actual, like the actual case. Oh. See, like my tip-top video didn't usually have the actual cases for a lot of things sometimes, so they were just in plastic cases with a cartridge in there. Uh, uh, back when I would rent Nintendo 64 games, they had disc cases for games, for like PlayStation 1 games when I rented them. You mean Sega Saturn? I never played Sega Saturn. Shut up. Because <laughs> that was technically the first disc. Well, no, Sega CD. I died. Anyways. Uh, I remember, you know, using that. They would have already, you know, they have disc cases with Blockbuster logo on them, mm-hmm. but they never had. Uh, eventually, they did switch. They just used video uh, cassette cases. Yeah, <laughs> they just put the cartridge in there. Yeah, because people well, like the original cases. Well, I don't remember what the original cases for the N sixty four looked like. I thought they were just cardboard box because I know the original Nintendo games were cardboard. The Genesis had the plastic cases for the uh, cartridges that they went into, because I still have some of them around here somewhere. But Nintendo, I don't remember ever having a plastic box for their cartridges. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, I remember vividly getting into uh, Breath of Fire 3. Like, I could relive that entire game in my head. And we rented it, and then when Tip Top Video went out of business, I remember asking if we could buy the game from there when they were selling out all their shit. And I still have the game around here somewhere. I mean, the case is destroyed. I've lost the instruction manual because of moving so many times. But I still have the game in a case somewhere around here. And then, I, uh, I got, when they were selling their Nintendo 64 games, I got their Too Late to Pick Up, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Okay, uh, that game's fucking expensive as shit now to find, too. I, I picked it up online through GameStop, because I wasn't about to trust eBay. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, I picked it up through GameStop for seventy bucks. Believe it or not, that's the cheapest I've seen it. Oh yeah, no, I believe it. That's actually yeah, not that, a terrible price, and that's that's from a retail store. <clears throat> Typically, they could mark it up if they wanted to. Um, seventy bucks, though, I was like, hell yeah, that's the cheapest I've seen it. Typically, I've seen it just for the game itself, uh, like eighty dollars, ninety dollars. Hell, I've seen it for uh, two hundred dollars a few times. That's like the box included. Oh, yeah. And even if it's already open and whatnot. I've seen unopened ones for a lot. Okay. The original Breath of Fire 3, in case, with the instruction manual, is going for $280. Damn. Yeah. And then, I mean, they remade it on PSP. And, of course, I bought that. But you couldn't... Never got actually made in America. It was only the uh, UK version, so you had to port it or import it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I love shit. And then I remember when Metal Gear Solid first came out. We uh, we were at Best Buy, and my dad saw it, and he goes, well, I'll pick that up. I think it was like 60 50 bucks when it first came out, too. And then I became obsessed with Kojima. Like, Kojima is a god. <laughs> I wonder how much that game is in case. I... The fucked up thing is, I had so many games in their cases that if I would have actually held on to them when I was younger, no fucking way. You can buy Metal Gear Solid 
for the PlayStation used at GameStop for eight bucks. What? Yeah. So many people are trying to sell the old versions for a couple thousand dollars. But you can buy it on GameStop. Yeah, it's on GameStop for eight dollars. What the fuck? Buy it and resell it. Stonks, dude. <laughs> They're selling Final Fantasy VII for eight dollars too on here. This can't be right. No fuck. Okay. I have one thing to check. How? They're selling Star Ocean the second story for fifteen dollars pre owned on GameStop. It's not currently available online, but um I used to see that game show up at my a couple of like uh the exchange is what our one retailer is. Yeah. And uh it would go for seventy five dollars. Jesus. And these are the PlayStation versions or the PSP versions. Huh? Whatever site that is is thirty five dollars. There's two hundred dollars for it there. Oh, cause it's sealed. Fucking views now. Oh no, now that I think about it, you know what else got me into RPGs technically? What? The original Legend of Zelda. I never played that. I used to sit around playing it with the instruction manual so it had the whole like map. Like it was a Nintendo Power issue, that's what it was. And uh used to go through the fucking Nintendo Power issue with the the fucking map and shit like that where every little secret was. Oh, oh that's yeah. A, you had to cheat back then. You had to have the fucking magazines couldn't go online and look up cheat codes. I remember getting into a when when cheat codes used to be a really popular thing. Um which it's a good thing they're not now. Well, I mean, there's hacking, but uh <laughs> cheat codes used to break the shit out of games apparently. Mhm. Um like if you used a certain cheat code, I don't remember, I think it was Pedestrian's Riot on uh San Andreas and it was before like <laughs> the mad dog thing where he's like thinking about jumping off the building, it would fail it every time hmm. in order to fix it. Cause it would do something to the game files. You'd have to delete everything. Like you'd have to delete the whole game off your place. Like every save file for, uh, San Andreas, I think. Hmm. Cause it would rewrite the game code in a sense for, well, the save file code and wouldn't fix it. Even if you just restarted the game or whatever. There was a bunch of other cheat codes out there for different games that would just break the game. And there were even some, like, you had to delete every game. Like, you had to format your save card. Like, it would break it that much. Yeah, that's why cheat codes aren't as big of a thing anymore. Because it just break the shit out of games. Well, certain games. Yeah. I mean, the original cheat code was literally just a thing because a guy couldn't beat his own game. He put in like a god mode cheat because he couldn't beat the own his own game that he was making huh. and, and forgot to take it out. What a scrub. Hey man, that's how you know you made a good hard game. Yeah. Couldn't play test it because he couldn't <laughs> finish it. I don't know. I know I played a on a platform because that's all that existed back when I started really getting into them. Like, I mean, I had a Genesis in my room, but I didn't play it all that much. Played some like Toe Jam and Earl, some Vector Man. I never played the original Toe Jam and Earl. Oh man, it was good. The first one was good. The second one, not as good. The one that we're playing? or No, this... that's the third one, technically. The third uh, one is literally just pretty much a remake of the first. It has a few additions from the second. The second game was a side-scrolling game where you threw bottles at Earthlings and tried to capture them in bottles, like mason jars and shit. It like, is fu- Pokemon the Ghetto. 
But you didn't fight. You just were trying to do that and then get back to Funkotron again. Weird. Well, no. Technically, this would be the fourth one because there's a third one on Xbox. Original Xbox? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, God. How'd you get hair all over your ball? What? Where did your ball go? Ew. Look at your ball. <sighs> but, yeah. And then we came to despicable little people that sit around and play games all the time. Damn generates. Probably going to go shoot up a school later. Probably. No? Just me? Imagine. Fuck. <laughs> you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm... Do you know what your first MMO would be? Mm, no. You don't You don't remember your first MMO? First MMO. Because I think mine, if you would technically consider it, would have been Diablo 2. I never played any of the Diablo games. Diablo 2 was uh, the first one that was online. This, the first, the original Diablo was just a four-player game. I don't think you could... Well, I played it on PlayStation. couldn't really play it on at all. But I had the second one on PC, and me and my buddy... we I used to play it on dial-up. We'd have to call each other beforehand to make sure we were getting on, and then dial-up to get on. What? I remember dial-up. God, I, I don't know what my first MMO would probably be. I don't or know RPG. what I played after. Like, I know I played Diablo 2. I, uh... I mean, of course, Nostel was in there, but I played a shit ton of MMOs before that one. RuneScape? Yeah, yeah, RuneScape would count. Yeah, that was my first one. It was my first online gaming, actually. You know what? RuneScape wasn't all that bad, but oh my god, it was such a pay to fucking win. Oh yeah, oh yeah. (gasps) That would have been the first subscription-based MMO I played then. And I had a subscription to it also. (laughs) At one point for a few months. We did, me and me and uh, my cousin did too, because we used to uh, borrow his dad's card. Oh my god, we we also were little assholes in that game. We used to scam people out of accounts. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. So what we would do is, one of us, like, I, we would both have a subscription, and he would, uh, he'd be talking to people in one area, and he'd be like, hey, um... I can get you guys a subscription, I just need your account information and shit like that. And he would talk about that, and they're like... Well, I don't know if we should do that. And then I'd come run up. I'm like, bro, thanks for the subscription, man. This is so cool. I can do all the shit in the game now. And then I would show off like all the shit I had gotten from the subscription and then just walk off. Worked almost every fucking time. Private message all the account shit. Yeah, we got so many accounts that way. It was fucked up. Little assholes back then. Ah, good times. Good. You want to go back and play some RuneScape? No. <laughs> Why not? No. There was, uh, there was another game that was like that. Well, it wasn't like RuneScape, but it came out around the same time. It was an, M- uh, an MMO like that. Adventure Quest? Yeah. Yeah. I tried that one. I did Never too. Really it was not that played. great. I played it on the side sometimes when I didn't feel like doing anything else because it wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. Oh, my God. Browser-based MMOing back then. That's that's fucking weird to think about that you used to be able to play MMOs in, in a browser. We used to do everything via the browser. I'm sorry, I was just trying to picture other things. Like, that was just, like, so common for everything to be played on. Oh. Yeah, game-wise. I mean, if you had, like, AOL, you had AOL Messenger. Never had that. Or if you had WoW, you had WoW Messenger. Or if you had Netscape, you had no Messenger. I, I had Netscape. <laughs> I know, that's why I was just slowly working my way towards it. <sighs> Good times. 
Good. So, I don't know. Long story short, cover your mouth, wash your hands. And I mean, if you got to wash your hands, that was soap and water. (laughs) Oh, okay. That that was that was supposed to be the segue. The one thing we always advertise. All right, cool. Goodbye, everyone.